Hey traders, David Frost, my strategic forecast. You're here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Tuesday, December 28, 2021. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. What do we have on the docket today? Another very light volume session. The market finished down slightly. The S&P was down about five points. It's more of a rounding error when you're talking about an index that's at $4,786 and change. It's a rounding error. It was down. It's a bona fide turnaround Tuesday. Just kidding. The market is at new highs, and I think you're going to be surprised at some of the things that we have to discuss today. Not all the time does how the market looks at the close and on the surface reflect the same things that are going on under the covers. I think today is a good opportunity to look at some of the micro moves of the market from a shorter term perspective for a couple of reasons. A, we'll be able to identify some support areas underneath if the market comes down a little bit. And B, we use it as a learning opportunity because all charts act and react the same way as discussed and described in the course at Lazy E-Mini Trader. So what we discuss and find on shorter term charts are the same things that over time we'll find and discuss on longer term charts. All charts act and react the same way. Let's start with if anything's jumping off the page on the daily chart. Obviously, we're at new highs. Side note, we don't need this line. If you're looking at it, don't worry about it. It's meaningless. I was playing around with something intraday. Of course, we have to be the umpire calling balls and strikes. If the market pushes higher, what do we have? We have the rather obvious. Today, they did not get there. They came up close, but then pulled away. Sometimes they do that. And what I'm referring to is ES 4800. That's the next big fat round number on the docket. Today, they came up just a few points shy, turned around, had a little bit of a fake out operation. The SPY correlating price is about 479. If they're pushing up north on Wednesday, they're definitely headed to a specific destination. That and above that number, ES4800, would be a specific destination that is a magnetic type of price or number. What about the other side? What about the south side? Let's identify some stuff down south. Staying with the daily chart, we have a couple of obvious prices. A, we have a breakup candle, therefore we have a low all the way down at 472. That may not be the best starting point on the board, however, it is a starting point. We can work up from there. Speaking of which, the next thing that catches my eye is the breakdown candle high that the market essentially blew through yesterday. That high is 472.87. It's an important price. It's not out of the ordinary for the market to come back and check in at a former important price, breakdown candle high, former breakout area, important pivots, all of the above, not necessarily all at the same time. They're all independent of one another. In this case, we have a breakdown candle high, and we want to know about it. 482.87 is the spot. There's another important pivot over here, and that comes in at 473.54. How do we know that's important? Because the market ran up to that spot and was rejected pretty good 
and then came back to that spot and then finally blew through. So somewhere in between 472.87 and this pivot eye here, about 70 cents higher, give or take, that's an important zone. When we go down to a 240-minute chart, we want to double-check, see what we see on this chart. We have the same breakup candle, the same low, the same pivots. Therefore, it looks pretty much the same as the daily chart. What we do have is a gap underneath this breakup candle. Now, we want to know about that gap, but more often than not, on the first run, if the market's coming down to test a breakup candle low or a breakdown candle high, they're not necessarily going to blow through on the first run to fill the gap. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. It's a real-time type of thing. And also, we have to see what's available on other charts. The 120 chart looks very similar, only here we have the 20-period moving average, also known as home base, sloping up into that zone. It will continue to creep up with every 120-minute candle that closes. It begins to lend evidence that if price came down into this zone, there is more than one reason, more than two reasons, why we would normally find garden variety of support in that neighborhood. Drilling down to the hourly chart, we see much of the same. In this case, the 20-period moving average is significantly higher, comes in right around a fat round number, 475, give or take a few pennies on either side. Now that's interesting because as we drill down further, we'll mark the 475 just for aesthetic purposes. Remember, this is a work in progress. And we go down to a 30-minute chart. And interestingly enough, what we have is a bear flag pattern while price riding its 20-period moving average. Now, what's interesting is if this played out from a market symmetry perspective, where does that land the result of this particular bearish pattern right around 475? So in this case, having done this work, what I would do is in the morning, if the market was trading down, my first look is going to be around 475. If it's below 475, the other prices we discussed earlier come right into view. 473 and a half, 472, slightly below that, you have the gap. So I've got two to three prices that are extremely interesting if the market's falling. If the market's rising, or if it's going sideways, building energy to rise at some point tomorrow, we know that the target is going to be around 479 or higher. Where does the or higher come from? Well, today, they came up short of that big fat round number that coincides with ES4800. So let's say they make another attempt at it tomorrow. If they do that, it's likely they're going to bust through. They came up short today. Instead of hitting it on the nose, maybe they bust through by 5 or 10, 12 points, something like that, equates to somewhere in the neighborhood of 50 cents to a dollar, dollar 20 in the SPY. Where does that put it? about 480. Another big fat round number. Put it on a sticky note. What about inside the numbers? You would expect there to be limited activity inside the numbers with the market as quiet as it is, holiday week, and there was, but that doesn't mean there wasn't opportunity. There was, and even the commentary nailed down some important numbers, some important moves, and of course, which we'll get to in a few moments, the all-important pivot. We'll get back to that later. Early thoughts. It's Turnaround Tuesday, 
and they're at the big, fat, round, magnetic number, 4,800. They were just short of it. Up at new highs, there's no points of reference. If they're pushing higher, there's two options. Some traders will hop on board in FOMO mode, fear of missing out. Other traders treat it as a spectator sport. Trader's choice. Little service announcement. This is a quiet week. We're going to have no inside the numbers on Friday. Last day of the year. It's New Year's Eve day. The market is open, but I'm not open. It's the last recharge before 2022. So at 9 o'clock in the morning, we'll let them get the thing open, see if there's an opportunity, what kind of storyline there's going to be. Could be a paint dry kind of day, which it was most of the day anyway. Here's where we start talking at 926 about the big fat round number, 4,800, 479, then 480 if they were continuing to push higher, but they didn't. But you don't know that at the time you have to be prepared. 932, 477.27 is the gap left open from yesterday, should provide some support. Five-minute chart, right of the vertical, today's activity, and as you can see, 477.27 was in fact support. The market went back up to new highs, coming up just short of that big fat round number. Here's where they came up just penny short, 478.81 against 479 equal to ES4800. There were a couple of numbers, even though close together, important for today's activity. This was one of them. SPY was quiet as a mouse. They filled the gap, took off back in the other direction. We talked about that earlier. 941, one of the stocks on the move hit its number, took off. Base hit, profit in pocket 15, 10 minutes into the trading day. And we're moving along. They were grinding back and forth. Not a lot going on, except 478 is our pivot. If the market's going to continue up to 479, they have to maintain price above 478. If not, they'll fall down. And what's interesting is at 10.08, closing candles below 478 could open the door for 476.25 if they get back below that gap that we talked about before that they bounced right off of near the opening bell. 476.25, not that close by considering a very quiet market. Back to the charts, still right at the vertical today's activity, but the line's been moved to 476.25. That was, in fact, important. It was, in fact, support. And it was, in fact, given out long before price got there, which was at 12.35 in the afternoon. The market is still operating just fine. And we're moving along. What I'm going to do is let you pause the video, read the notes, go back to the charts to double-check the work. Wanted to point out a couple of important things. There's more important things. It was half a day. However, nevertheless, the numbers still work. 1055, we're saying the door's open for a zone between 476.60 and 476.25. If you just followed along, whether it was the commentary or stocks on the move, which we'll circle to in a moment, there was an opportunity to have a profitable day. Stocks on the move. We had three on the board, not a lot, but something. Mara, Coin, and R-I-O-T, or Riot Blockchain. Coin didn't get to its number. We're going to take a look at the other two. Riot didn't do the deal in the manner in which I prefer. It came in and went sideways, eating time off the clock, then came into the number around midday, 11.15, bantered back and forth for the remainder of the day. But you can see the importance of the number 
they finished just above after running one more test into the end of the day. The numbers work. For me, this one was a no trade. On the other hand, Marathon Digital was a trade and it was a successful trade. Let me explain. 37.40 was the first number on the board bright and early. Guess what? They opened below, so it's immediately off the board. The next number down, 36.55, is activated. It was either that or the one below it. Case could be made for all three numbers today. 36.85 was actually the number. You can see what happened. They came into the first and the second pretty much right away. They bounced right off the second number, went back above the first, and if you're painting by the numbers, your average was about 36.20, that was my average, and they gave you almost a buck on the ride back up, significantly more than the minimum required base hit. Any trade you get this week is like a bonus. Drilling down to a three-minute chart, this is what it really looked like. So your average is down here after the first purchase and the second purchase, they rip back up in the other direction, you put the money in your pocket, and you go about your business. What's going on over in Camp IWM? Yesterday, they almost got to two and a quarter. Today, they did get to two and a quarter, and they were rejected from two and a quarter. The high today was 225.73. We talked about these moving averages. We talked about 225. They did everything we talked about. It took about six or seven trading sessions, six to be precise. Now, the key is, can they get above these pivots? Can they get above these moving averages and above this 226.54? And here, the high is 226.75. Can they get above this stuff and the last line of defense, which is the 50-period moving average? That opens the door to the gap. It changes the trend back to the upside, and everything changes in the IWM if they can achieve that. If not, this is basically a bearish pattern. It's more clear on the weekly chart you have this move down from the new highs, and they've been basically going sideways, eating time off the clock. It's a little bit sloppy, but as long as they stay underneath the convergence of these moving averages, this is essentially a bearish, flaggish kind of pattern. What about the folks down at the transportation department? Anything going on here? No, they didn't move today. They were up two points on a $15,700 index. It's a rounding error. Nothing happened today, period. They're above all the moving averages. The trend is your friend. They get above this pivot eye here. It opens the door to the gap. That high is 16,599 and change. The gap here is 16,826. So those are your two bogeys. They got to get above this to go get this. What about the folks in Silicon Valley and Austin? The Q people tried to continue the band playing up north. A bit of a rejection today. Not a real rejection, just a down day of a buck 22. One third of 1%, it's a rounding error on a $400 stock. We'll say the same thing that we did the exercise with in the SPY. We'll use this breakup candle low around 398.22 as an important spot, along with this breakdown candle high, which comes in at 398.48. So if they start to get back inside of those numbers, then something different than bullish is going on in the short term. The XLF, the financials, what did they do? They got above the breakdown candle high and they filled the gap into the 50 period moving average and they pulled back. Nothing more, nothing less. Doesn't mean it's bearish, doesn't mean it's bullish. They get back above the 50 period moving average. They'll be working on this pivot eye here, 
39.74, and above that, it's 40 bucks and change to go fill the gap. No change. What about Smash Mouth? Looks like the queue's down a few bucks today. When a stock or a market is up as much as these things have been up, look, the low here was 288, and yesterday's close was 316.56. It's like 27 bucks in five days. This is a pullback. Above all the moving averages, they're challenging or about to challenge, or maybe this was the challenge of the former highs, but they don't have to be done. They could go sideways for a few days, make another run for it. They could flip it around tomorrow and go back up, make another new high. We know anything goes until or unless something changes. What would change? Same routine. Below this breakup candle low, below this breakdown candle high. Getting inside that stuff changes the short term. Right now they're above it all, so there's nothing wrong. The trend is your friend until she throws your crap in the basement. If I told you how much I appreciate each and every one of you, without you, these videos are not possible. True and accurate information. We're pulling the ripcord here today, nice and short. The market's quiet. I did everything I intended to do. I'm David Frost, my strategic forecast. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis.